0: The following content is not a substitute for medical advice. Amy asked me a question about masturbation, and I said, I don't know. That's a hard one.
1: (laughs) John, what? That was an accident. No, I want to know. You know, there's so many myths around masturbation, masturbation myths. Yes. And I wanted to ask you, what are some of the masturbation myths that you maybe heard earlier in your life or even recently in your life?
0: Well, I didn't go to church, so I didn't have someone telling me not to masturbate. So I think that's where a lot of it comes from, if I'm not mistaken. And my family never talked about it because that's an odd subject to bring up. I haven't talked to my children about it. I take them to a place where they tell you about it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, It's not like a masturbation clinic. (laughs) It's just a... Anyway,
1: it's a sex ed thing,
0: thank you yeah, um thanks for getting me out of that um yeah, no, the myths I've heard are that y- you have a certain amount of sex in you or I don't know if it's see it doesn't even even as I'm saying it, it's so kind of dumb You got a
1: hundred like a hundred like lives yeah, like a hundred like, sex you got a hundred coins like get a video to game have
0: sex a certain amount of times and I assume that means like how many orgasms you have like you'll run out. I remember that when i when I was just realizing what orgasms were—that was something that was going around. Um, and then the other was just like weird stuff. I don't remember if it was if like your hand would fall off, or <laughs> or like because I remember thinking, well, then you'd want—I'd want to go left-handed because you know
1: it's okay if you're left. I'm hand right-handed. Falls off. Well,
0: yeah, I'm yeah. right-handed. This thing just balances me out. But um, but your left hand's like a like a nice stranger, um, you know, like you know, a
1: nice stranger. <laughs> yeah, like having sex
0: with someone new, you know. <laughs> I'm right-handed. Um, the, uh, um, but no, I, I, I've just heard things around it. And I think when we talk about it, I realize how many myths I actually have inside of me that I've heard. And I don't even know where I've heard them. That's how prevalent it is. Like I know with sex toys, I remember hearing that that would replace sex. Like you couldn't orgasm if you use a sex toy, because that's the only way you can orgasm now, like your body changes just to respond to that. And, and I remember thinking, well, that makes sense. You know, in my non-science, non-sex ed brain.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can certainly train your orgasms to respond to something specific. Right. And that could be a sex toy, or that could be a specific way you masturbate, and it could be thoughts, fantasies, things like that. And but that doesn't mean that that's it, right? Like if you use a vibrator, and then you're never going to be able to get off without one, that's mm-hmm. actually
0: not true. I don't. I don't think it's true. You were telling me myths that I.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> no. I mean, I think people sometimes um, inherit myths, right? And you don't even know that you've inherited it and you just think it because that's what you've thought for a long time, you know, and beliefs are only, they're just thoughts that you think a lot. Right. I think it's important though. You know, I talk about this a lot that how healthy masturbation is, it's certainly a giant stress reliever and it helps people understand their bodies and it helps provide pleasure and it actually makes sex, when you have partnered sex, better because you understand your body more.
0: I think in relationships, the myth is that it will replace the other person. Ooh, yeah. I think that's true. And then I think the other one, which I would say is the biggest myth or the biggest thing out there, is that you're a bad person.
1: Mm. I Honestly.
0: I, and mm-hmm. I, And I don't know if that is the religious thing or morality or shame or whatever it is, but for some reason- You're just a bad, you're doing a bad, dirty thing. There's there's a lot around that with sex. So it's not just masturbation. People clearly have their hangups around sex, but, um, and morality around it. Right. That they're putting on other people. But masturbation would be for me, at least like, I remember just that that's a bad thing was sort of the idea that I would always hear.
1: Right. I'm going to go back a little bit to the relationship one, though. Mm-hmm. I think this is really common that some people will feel jealous if they find out that their partner's masturbating, like upset, like, I'm going to break up with this person. Like, why do you need to do that? They don't understand. And the truth of it is, is that it's, you know, the the world is abundant, <laughs> there's abundance of orgasms out there, right? Masturbate and have partnered sex. And so if you're someone who feels jealous your partner is masturbating, I say, join them. Join them. Figure, start masturbating. You know, it doesn't replace you. You know, and I think that that's a very sort of codependent partnership, to be honest. And so- it absolutely doesn't replace partnered sex and it doesn't replace the relationship and it doesn't replace you. It's, it's honestly, literally
0: the most personal thing you can do. I mean, if and you can do that together if you ever want to check it out.
1: Sure. You can do that together too. I
0: highly recommend it.
1: Yeah. Do it together or do it on your own. Yeah. Your own private, you know, sessions, but I think it's really healthy. people think that masturbation's
0: addictive. Mm, yeah, I've heard that.
1: That they're afraid to masturbate because they're afraid they're going to be addicted to it. And and it's not so much that masturbation is addictive, but porn is. So if you're someone who is masturbating to porn all the time, just keep that in mind, that porn can be addictive. But it's, it's not necessarily that the masturbation is
0: addictive. If you do that every day, mm-hmm. that's okay. 100%. Yeah, but you know what I mean? If you were someone masturbating every day, God bless you if you found the time. My God, good for you. You're my hero. But I could see where you'd think maybe you have a, I'm doing quote fingers, problem.
1: Yeah, you, you don't have a problem.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm not talking about me. I don't have that kind of time. Mm-hmm. I wish I did.
1: Yeah, well, I think that brings us to, honestly, to, to sex fantasies. So when we masturbate, usually um, our minds are going I mean, some people, fantasy isn't the primary, you know, source of the orgasm. You know, it is it is the physical stimulation. Some people, the fantasies take a bigger role in helping with the stimulation, right? Or in its and both, you know, both at the same time for masturbation. But sex fantasies are super, super common. And I think that honestly, some people have a little bit of shame or a little bit of fear, about their sex fantasies. And so whenever there's fear and sex, then people try to control it. So if masturbation seems scary, then people will try to control it, right? Try to control it. So sex fantasies though, that's another thing where there's a lot of myths, right? Like, um, it's actually healthy to freely have fantasies because it doesn't mean what you think it might mean about you, right? A lot of people have sex fantasies about things they would never, ever really actually want to do. They have sex fantasies uh, being a different gender. They have sex fantasies having sex with a different gender or different people or, you know, and it's really, really, really common.
0: Well, the, you know, sex fantasies that people have include um, like public sex.
1: Right, and sex in so public.
0: Yeah, sex in public's a big one. And so if you have that, does that, mean, does that mean you want to have sex in public?
1: Not necessarily, no. Uh. Uh-uh. uh. Or sex with other people. Does mm-hmm. that mean you really want to go have sex with other people? Not necessarily. Some people have sex fantasies about having sex with someone of a different gender than they normally have sex with. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean they are now having a sexual orientation or gender identity crisis. It's actually very, very common. And a lot of people, um, a lot of people think about, um, like kink, you know, like being tied up or being spanked or being submissive or being dominated or being the person who dominates somebody or it's super, super common.
0: If people are having those fantasies, if it's rough sex, more partners, if it's in public, um, there's all kinds of different, I could name a bunch of things, um, you, you can see where you feel bad about it or you feel like you're doing something wrong or is that who I really am and do I need to be doing that? I mean, how often do these fantasies play out?
1: Actually, not that often. It's yeah. a very small percentage. And it's more common that sex fantasies stay as fantasies. And honestly, I think people should have more courage or more um, trust in themselves, I guess, to go ahead and have whatever sex fantasies you're going to have and. Enjoy your masturbation sessions and move on with your life without any shame or guilt. Quite honestly, it's very healthy.
0: Then on the other side, do you feel like you're not being your true self if you're not living out some of those fantasies?
1: Well, what's interesting is I do think that um allowing a lot of sex fantasies to come in, you may discover something about yourself. And in discovering something about yourself, well, that might be something you do want to explore. And, you know, that's also something that happens. I would say that, believe it or not, that's not as common as you might think. But if you feel like deep down there's something that a sex fantasy told you about yourself, then, yeah, it's worth exploring. And I would start exploring it with your partner if you have a partner. Um, I would start there. And I would start openly talking about it, if you felt like it was something that was more than just a fantasy. And things that are just fantasies, you you can keep them to yourself or you can share them. Sometimes it's yeah, fun like to share.
0: If you if you, I share a lot of mine with you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not shy about that. If you have one about another person though, it, there's gotta be some, you know, I bet a, a lot of people feel guilt over the fact that they fantasize about someone else besides their partner. And if they, and if they were to, tell their partner about that, how their partner would feel.
1: Right. Well, that goes all the way back to um, some conversations we've had about attraction and being animals, you know, and just because you feel attracted to somebody else, it doesn't mean your relationship's over or something's wrong with you. That's actually really common. And that's to remember, you know, that you should always communicate what your relationship is, you know, make sure that you and... Uh, the people that you're partnered with and are having sex with that, everybody understands what the relationship is. What kind of relationship do you have? Is it monogamous? Is it open? Is it poly? Is it, you know, what's going on, you know, in the relationship? And within that, it's 100% fine and normal. And in fact, the normalest thing ever to feel attraction to other people. And it doesn't mean the relationship's over. And so I think that, I will say that it's always important to have communication and boundaries, right? So say you have a sex fantasy about someone else. That someone else doesn't necessarily have a sex fantasy about you. (laughs) So, you know, maybe uh, don't cross a boundary with that person. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs)
1: That makes sense. They may never need to know. There's not like some burning desire where you've got to tell them or something. Don't do that. It can really creep some people out. It's okay if it just lives in your head for the
0: rest of your life. People who identify as men or women, definitely a lot of different fantasies, you know, like focused. I know I've looked at statistics like with uh, females in a certain spot or with a stranger is big and then with males, oral sex, anal sex, um, are more popular and group sex pretty much even pretty much even on the stat chart.
1: Yeah. I actually, you know, threesomes are a huge popular fantasy with, um, all kinds of people with, I would actually say that's up there as a very popular one. Kink is very popular, but again, it's really healthy and okay to allow your sex fantasies and they don't necessarily mean anything. They actually could mean absolutely nothing. They're just what gets you off that day. So, what we've learned is that masturbation is healthy non-addictive it's totally fine to use toys and they don't replace quote natural ways and masturbation does not replace your attraction or desire to have sex with your partner we've also learned that um, sex fantasies are healthy and everybody has them and so you might as well let loose would just encourage all the women and female bodied out there to masturbate more I think women are discouraged from it and I think that there's a lot we can learn about our bodies through self pleasure and I'd say knock yourself out go for it
0: yeah and men just I guess keep up the good work hey 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 it's the doctor and the dj doctor and the dj hey hey hey